He didn't have time to do anything, no matter how much he wanted to. Is that so? said Breeze. Don't stand there looking helpless. Get busy and inspect the thing. My God, the wings are torn off and he's kicked holes in the fuselage and he's jimmied the controls. This was not altogether true, and Breeze was not exactly qualified to pass upon it, as he could not see through the blood which kept coming out of the cut. But he was very certain that these things had happened, and anybody who knew Badger O'Dowell, and who knew just why he hated Breeze Callahan, would have agreed with Breeze without further remark. Pop Donegan looked at the soaring ship, with his hands in his pockets. To inspect it thoroughly, a man would have to crawl under it, and somehow, because of rheumatism, Pop said, he never crawled under anything that looked like work. Pop shifted a healthy chew, spat so that a small geyser leaked out of the dust, and cocked his head on one side. She looks all right, Breeze. Perfectly all right. By this time, Breeze had gotten to a water faucet and had thrust his head into the tub beneath. And by buckling his helmet tight, he managed to keep his sight clear. He rambled over to the Chinook and began to run practiced fingers over the sleek wings and frail body of the motorless plane. After a little, he was satisfied that Badger O'Dowell had done nothing wrong. Breeze stood up straight, lighted a cigarette, and leaned on the cockpit. Have they come yet? Patty came a little while ago. She's trying to start the tow car for you. Oh, don't you worry, Breeze. They'll be along directly. We've waited and worked for months over this thing, and they won't stay away now. And we can't fail this time. No, sir, we can't fail. Why, with you at the Chinook's controls, them Navy fellers will see that a soaring plane can do things a power plane never thought of doing, and then we'll be all set. <laughs> said Breeze, dragging smoke into his lungs. I haven't had her off for a week, and there's plenty of wind today. I wish they'd get here. I'm nervous. Now you just calm yourself, Breeze. They can't help but think that this is the finest thing which has happened in the way of training. I'm willing to bet you. Voices came from outside. Breeze stood up straight and rambled toward the door. A somewhat harsh voice, roughened by fine cigars in quantity, said, I know, I know. The boy may be right, but this fellow, O'Dowell, has a mighty fine proposition in training ships, you know. They'll do all this work and more. We'll watch it anyway, said another. Yeah, said the harsh voice. We'll watch it. I like to get out on days like these anyway. Too much office. But I still say that gliding is a sport and nothing more. Good stuff, in fact. No possible use in training whatever. Where's the man in charge here? Breeze came out of the hangar. He looked over his three visitors. They were naval officers, but they were not in uniform. They had a lean, spray-whipped look about them. Even in felt hats, they looked seagoing. Two of them were young. The third was elderly and fatherly. He offered Breeze a cigar. I'm Captain Daniels, young man. This is Lieutenant Sweeney and this is Lieutenant Maynard, both of the Bureau of Aeronautics. Who's in charge around here? I am. Captain Daniels looked at him for several seconds. Captain Daniels was not impressed. Breeze was dressed in greasy coveralls and a helmet without goggles. Breeze looked rather southern and lazy, and he drawled a little. Definitely not a military man, this Callahan, but a nice-looking boy. Captain Daniels was hearty. 
Well, son, you've got us out here. Now, what are you going to do with us? I want to show you how the Chinook can fly. She's the last word in motorless aircraft, gentlemen. She's a smooth ship, 55 foot spread with a wing loading of... How do you do? said Captain Daniels, over Breeze's shoulder. Patty Donican had come up. The interest of the two lieutenants quickened instantly. Patty looked very fresh and young. The wind was getting under her small brown hat and pulling at her corn-colored hair, and she was having some trouble keeping it out of her very large, clear blue eyes. Are you all ready? said Patty, smiling at the lieutenants. Breeze looked at Patty and frowned. He looked at the lieutenants and frowned. Yes, indeed, said Captain Daniels. The lieutenants beamed as Navy pilots will do when they see a girl who impresses them. In spite of his annoyance, Breeze said, I wanted to tell you about this first, gentlemen. I understand that the Navy is not...